everybody, and welcome back to the Lifting You Higher podcast. I'm Jessica, joined by my beautiful co-host. Brenda, we're so glad you're here. Yes, and we are beyond excited for you guys to tune back in. We are doing part two of the Jewish Feast because, well, there's so many, and <laughs> it's hard to get them all in one podcast. So, <laughs> so be sure to grab right. your notebook and a pen and some coffee and uh, hang out with us. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so again, the Jewish Feast are on a lunar calendar not on our Gregorian calendar because and they didn't want to be on the solar calendar because they wanted to be separate from Egypt right because they they left Egypt they wanted to leave all of Egypt behind so well that was the plan (laughs) (laughs) that worked for a little bit (laughs) okay so we do have quite a few more feasts to squeeze in so I'm going to do my best to get them in all right go for it let's do it so, um, next on our list is Feast of Harvest, or Weeks, or Feasts of Pentecost. There's a lot of, like, Pentecost, Passover, feasts type. This was ordained by God, and this was observed on the 6th of Seven. I'm probably butchering that name, and I apologize. But, so, on our Gregorian calendar, it's between mid-May and mid-June. Kind of around, like, May 28th. Ironic, isn't it, that the Feast of harvest also happens during pentecost uh-huh see how this stuff is just hmm. all coming together you know there are no coincidences <laughs> in the bible so just think about that for a minute so the beginning of summer harvest this is when this is happening mm-hmm. it's 50 days after after uh, passover and pentecost is the form of a greek word for 50 Okay. So I hey, didn't know that. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. So this is celebrate to celebrate God's abundance by presenting an offering of first fruits, wheat, fruit, etc. So the Torah and, and Holy Spirit um, both given on the sixth of Sivan. And we know that yeah. that also is what happened for us because yes. what happened in the upper room on Pentecost. Exactly. Wow. Hello. So this is a sacred assembly. So um, a special Sabbath. There are still the daily sacrifices observed, but on top of that are burnt offerings of seven one-year-old male lambs, one or two bulls, two rams, 28 quarts of fine flour mixed with 14 quarts of olive oil. There is a little bit of a discrepancy between Leviticus and Numbers, so... Give or take one or two. You know, let's just stop here for a second because I guess the business side of me is coming out here. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, okay, so who was the premier, you know, who was the businessman that they were going to saying, okay, the priests. They were saying, you know, or they were saying, okay, we need seven lambs or the budget. Who made, you know, it was like, how did they get all these, all these animals here for the sacrifices who was on the business side of it organizing well, all of it. the farmer like there there was the levitical priests had to farm themselves had all of the animals okay. and you could purchase them but and rem- for your own sin sacrifice right and remember that that's what jesus when they had them in the temple right and they were doing selling them selling, them. selling the animals mm-hmm. for a sacrifice and it's like okay so the business side of me is thinking okay so um do I um, bring the bull? Do I charge the priest for the bull? Is that my, you know, you know, when they're getting well, these daily? I mean, I mean, I know I'm not trying to be, you know, not okay, make fun but of them, like, but I'm just so, saying, you know, this is why there was a little business going on. Yes, in the temple is right. because 
people were making money. Right. So if I were to bring a sin offering, then I needed to provide that. Your own goat. Right. my, My one male goat without defect out of my own flock. Right. But they had all these others that they were yes. doing. So if as you a need, if group. you didn't have any, you could purchase. Yes. All right. So, I'm, but this is why it got a lucrative little business going on right. in the temple is because somebody, maybe like me, <laughs> I don't know, was thinking, <laughs> I can make a business out of this, you know. And then that's why Jesus came in and said, Oh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Turned started, all the tables yeah, over. Yeah. So, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> You're but fine. Just, I was just thinking, this is you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway, um, there is a sin offering of one male goat. Other requirements were a wave offering of two cakes made out of four quarts of fine flour and yeast. So we're back to Mm. the yeast. Um, A fellowship offering of two one-year-old male lambs waved before the Lord. One of the annual pilgrimages pilgrimages festivals were (laughs) every man required to appear before the Lord with an offering. Um, so individuals would offer a free will offering of their first fruits to what, uh, proportional to what God had blessed them with. So, um, as good, if you're a Pentecostal, like we're, I'm considering, well, I don't know, Pentecostals, we know that, um, this is the day the Holy Spirit descended on us. So if you've read, read Acts, this is the day. Yep. This is the okay. day. Um, however, according to ancient Jewish tradition, um, Savot was also the day that God descended on Mount Sinai and gave the Hebrews the Torah. Woo! So, lots. Get out of town. Yeah. Ooh, and think about it, too. I just made a connection in my head. <laughs> what was the first scripture Jesus read right. in Isaiah where he said, this is the day? Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is awesome. You read yeah. from the book of Isaiah, right? Right. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's yes. cool. All right. Um, so there was also traditions out there that view the events on Mount Sinai um, as a wedding ceremony. So Ooh. just throwing that out there. there. Ooh, um, what, is, what is Jesus in us? In, oh, hello. It's a wedding. Okay. Um, so our references include Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Second Chronicles, Jeremiah 5, Acts 2, 20, and 20. And 1 Corinthians 16, 8. All right. Go. Yes. Okay. So many. Um, next is Rosh Hashanah. And I and that is the Feast of Trumpets. The day it was observed is the first of um, Tarish. I seriously, some of these months in the Jewish calendar, I'm like, what? What did you say? What is this? But in our Gregorian calendar, it starts between early September and ends in early October. Well, so. I will say this about trying to pronounce these names. You see, I'm not trying. I took a Hebrew class and it was horrible. <laughs> it was so hard. It was so hard. And so go. So anybody <laughs> I respect, give it a try. I know I'm not going go for it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I am. We're trying to um, actually we're tra- we're practicing Greek, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I haven't I haven't practiced in a while. But anyway, so the reason they observe this is it's because it's the beginning of the new agricultural year and civil calendar, a new year after the destruction of the seventh, second temple in 70 AD. So um, they observed it by meeting together. It was a, a special Sabbath meeting. Oh. Um, so daily and new moon sacrifices were in effect. So on top of that, they had burnt offerings of one. Young bull, one ram, seven one-year-old male lambs, 24 quarts of 
uh, a fine flour mixed with 12 quarts of olive oil. And then there was a sin offering of one male goat. Other requirements were to blow the trumpet, according to the Mishnah. So if you haven't heard of that word, Mishnah, I, it's an invaluable resource I have in my library. It's, it helps you understand the, the priest's requirements and their function and what they had to do for each thing. Wow. I think I mentioned it a few podcasts ago when we were talking about um, divination, mm, the okay. Jewish Mishnah. Mm. Yeah. Right. So um, Jewish tra- tradition says that the Rosh Hashanah was the day that God made Adam and Eve on the sixth day of creation. And the trumpets are blown to coordinate, like to crown God as king of the yeah. universe, right? Yeah. Um, they were blown over a hundred times. I, I can't. I just think that is. I get chill bumps again. Just think. First of all, have you ever heard a chauffeur? It's really cool. Ugh, and then just imagine a hundred of them going at one time. I mean, is this like a big party? Well, yeah. There's a multiple horns, trumpets being blown, but you're blowing it a hundred times in a row. Like I just, just, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. So the sound of the shofar, shofar, then is meant to stir the heart, to fear and yeah. inspire repentance. Mm. So it's like a repentant festival. Like, okay, I'm repenting. That's why there's a sin offering. But other people believe that Rosh Hashanah um, and other, pro- I don't know, it is fulfilled by the spring festivals, right? So <laughs> there's so much information out here. I, I feel like I'm just no, rambling good. and I apologize. Enough. I think it's good. Um, see references in Leviticus 23, Numbers 29, and Nehemiah 7. I think this. I think it's great, um, and I think it's. This is a. This is this festival basically is is a festival to herald who God is. Right. That He is to he, crown Him King. And yeah. He is Yahweh. He is the mm-hmm. Elohim, the Creator of everything. Yes. He is the one and only true God. And so I just feel like this. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like this was probably like a really big party. You know, this is a this is yeah. a happy one. Yeah. This is sure. a happy feast. Okay. Some of them are not happy feasts. No. It's serious <laughs> yes. feast. This was a happy one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up is Yom Kippur, or Day of Atonement. And this was, of course, ordained by God. And the Jewish observed this on the 10th of Trishery, which in our Gregorian calendar is between mid-September and mid-October, kind of centered around the 27th of September. And the reason they observe this is to atone or for and purify the tabernacle or mm-hmm. temple. Mm-hmm. Which, wow, hello. That's right. <laughs> there were still daily sacrifices, but um, there on top of that was burnt offerings of one young bull, one ram, seven years old male lambs, 24 quarts of fine flour mixed with 12 quarts of olive oil. And then there was a sin offering for one male goat of oh. one male goat. Then, I really like this part. Okay, other requirements. So, a, a bull for the high priest's sin. So, the high priest entered the most holy place and presents incense. Then sprinkles the blood of the bull in front of the cover of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, seven times in front of the Ark. Then cast lots between two goats. One is to be sacrificed. The other is to be released as the scapegoat. Yes, and sent out into the wilderness. Yes. yes so yes. sprinkle. So sprinkle the sacrificed goat blood on on and before the ark. So that atones the altar of incense of the holy. Uh, so place the bull and goat's blood on the horns of the altar. Pl- 
place the sins of the Israelites on the scapegoat. So the priest would literally lay heavy hands on that scapegoat and then would be released into the wild to probably eventually die. Yeah, he would either get eaten by wild animals or a pagan would find it and say, Ooh, look what I found. Oh, I found the goat. goat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But still, that, that, that we know, don't use me, we use that term. In today's language, you know, it's like, I'm not going to be your scapegoat, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, so, yeah, it's, there you go, there it is right there, but who was our scapegoat? Jesus. Jesus. Okay, can I just say, I I don't remember where I heard this story, but it was a story of, they had their sacrificed goat and the scapegoat. They tied a scarlet ribbon around the scapegoat's neck. Yes, I've heard that. Yes, and then they released it into the wild. But when it had had wandered around and came back into town, that scarlet ribbon was white as snow. I have heard that story. Yeah, that is cool. I think that that is entirely what Jesus. Because it's so cool. I know. But But that's what Jesus does for us. We are like sin stained us. And Jesus dying for our sins has made us white as snow. That's right. So. Amen. So Jewish tradition says that this is the day that Moses descended Mount Sinai with the two, the The second copy of the Ten Commandments. Um, Christ took the role of the high priest, which is pretty important for a Jewish person. Oh yes, I mean that's that's you know that's huge. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I'm trying to fit all of these into this podcast. So (laughs) that's why I go. No, you're fine. Um, So Christ took the role of the high priest for all humanity, right? So. When he died, the curtain separating humanity from the presence of God was torn, like we had mentioned last podcast. All right. Um, there and therefore, the Day of Atonement yes. was. Woo. Amen. The what? whole sacrifice. Yeah. It just. Yeah. So see Exodus 30, Leviticus 16, Numbers 29 for more references there. That's right. In, Hebrew, in, the use, in Hebrews 8, you have to hear that Jesus did oh, away yes. with the Day of Atonement. Yay. That we do no longer have to do that. Yay. Yes, thank you, Jesus. That's the big deal about the Day of Atonement Feast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. next is Sukkot, the Feast of Ingathering or Tabernacles or Booths. Mm-hmm. Um, this, of course, was ordained by God. It's um, observed the 15th through 21st of Trishri, which, again, for our calendar is mid-September to mid-October. Which we're in right now. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's coming up. Sukkot is... It's around the um, 2nd of October. Okay. So that one is coming up for us, or has passed, I guess, the beginning of this month. Um, reasons to observe this is to remember they're living in huts while wandering in the wilderness for 40 years and to cel- celebrate the end of the fall harvest. Okay. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry. I, this one I don't really get into because I'm like, you wandered around 40 years. Yeah, it was you your were, own fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you were so disobedient. But yeah, but then I'm like, you know, get the mirror out, Brenda. So. <laughs> so. We are, I call myself a stick neck person sometimes. I mean, we are stiff necked people. Um, but if you've seen any of the chosen, like they celebrate this feast in the chosen and they have a beautiful hut. Yeah. It's like all beautiful floral, floral and they are eating under. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Beautiful. So, um, there was a sacred assembly. I, this is the one I don't, I don't get this feast, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, well, maybe, I, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Cause I'm like. Okay. But it's like, it's like if you were to say, remember your pre-salvation and post-salvation, uh, like okay. how did you live before? 
Yeah. You're grateful that you didn't, you're not living that life now, right? That's true. Okay. That's, true. that's what okay. this is about. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. That's a good, that's a good experience. <laughs> so there was still the daily sacrifices, but on top of that, there were burnt offerings. And over the course of the eight days, um, they sacrificed 76 young bulls, 15 rams, 105 male one-year-old lambs, and 174 gallons of fine flour with oil mixed in. And there was a sin offering of one male goat each day of the feast. Um, other requirements, there was various burnt offerings. They lived in booths or huts called sukkah. Um, they rejoiced before the Lord. The choice fruits and palm fronds um, they had in their huts. One of the annual, pil- this is an annual pilgrimage for the males to be required to appear before the Lord. So they had to get down to Jerusalem, Jerusalem to mm-hmm. see this, to the main temple. Okay. Yes. So one of the one of the special Sabbaths on the twenty second, the people gathered, and the high priest would pour out water from the pool of Shalom. The people would sing Psalms one eighteen twenty five through twenty six, and this is the event that John refers to when Jesus yelled out, "If anyone thirsts, let him come and, to me and drink." So whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, this wow. is John seven thirty seven through. 39 and then every evening of Sukkot there would be a big party on the temple complex huge menorahs (laughs) were lit I mean when I say huge I've seen one of these menorahs they are huge wow like towering like like 10 feet like are the candles like about this big around I mean like I don't know they're huge huge ginormous um this is so this is the context surrounding when Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Oh, yeah. So putting pieces together. Yes, and then yes. Sukkot will be celebrated during Jesus' millennial reign. And this oh. is in reference to Zechariah 14, 16 through 19. Okay. Wow. So you better get on board. So I better start <laughs> liking it. Well, no, no, no. I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, the next two are like not necessarily ordained by God, but are observed and are important for us to know. And the first one is Hanukkah. That's the feast of dedication or festival of lights. So it's um, observed on the 25th of, um, Kisviv. I don't know. Yeah. Which, yeah. Towards the end of the year. Right, because in our Gregorian calendar, it's late November to late December, around the 11th of December. And this is celebrated um, to celebrate the removal of the altar to Zeus from the second temple and rededication of the temple of God in uh, 164 BC during the Maccabean, yeah, Maccabean revolt against the empire. So they had a sacred assembly. They had their normal daily sacrifices, but no burnt offerings, no sin offerings. But they were required to light candles. They ate, sing game, or had games, and um, sang together. So it's like that is like when they do the light every. They light a candle every For night. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is like. Um, like when the oil never didn't run out, you know, like right. they had for seven right. days. Right. You can see this reference in John ten twenty two through um, 42 and if you're into reading the apocrypha this is first and second maccabees so that would be um like you said just celebrating the fact that um 
He's our Jesus is our oil. Of course, mm-hmm. they didn't see him as their oil, but right. that in that he is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. And this is also one that this is probably the one Hanukkah that we, as common, mm-hmm. um, non-Jewish people, are familiar with. Right. Because it gets a lot of. Yeah, during the Christmas season. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last on the list, but okay. not least. All right. I'm ready for this. One. Ready. Purim or Feast of Lots. This wasn't ordained by God, but it is um, celebrated the 15th or 14th or 15th of Adar, which for us would start in late February and late March, centered around the 9th of March. It's always 30 days before Passover. The reason they observe this is to celebrate the, um, the reversal of the planned genocide of the Hebrews by Haman and his goons during the Babylonian exile. And you know who Haman was. He was the one that tried to get Esther and messed up. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So again, you can find this in Esther nine, and um, they did their daily sacrifices, but there for this festival there isn't any additional burnt offerings or sin offerings, but they did have to read um, the edict of Esther, and they gave they give gifts, um, give gifts to each other and to charity, and they eat together. Awesome. Whew. Yeah, just another reference too, also to Jesus that he is, um, that he will save us and right. bring us out of bondage and prevent us from being taken into mm-hmm. bondage if we let him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I know this was a lot. This past po- two podcasts, it's a lot of information <laughs> I'm throwing fast. at you. We're talking fast. I know. I'm talking fast. And I'm sorry. You can always slow this podcast down to. Or re listen to it. That's or, okay you know, too. just keep listening. That's fine. <laughs> But we just want to thank you so much for um, listening or watching whichever you're doing. And just remember always that you were loved. Yeah. You are beautiful inside and out. You have a purpose and God has a plan for your life. You're needed. And we just pray a blessing over each of you. Stay safe. And we will see you again soon.